0: betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly
1: gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc you're listening to the john cordray show number 47 in this episode i'm talking about fear And if fear is just an emotion, why is it so controlling?
0: This is The John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the Green Zone of Inspiration, Encouragement and Enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray.
1: Well, welcome back to the John Cordray Show. I am so delighted that you are joining me today. I know I say that all the time, but it's true. I really mean it. And I am just so honored. And humbled at the fact that you are listening to this episode. And and if you're new, welcome, welcome to you. And it uh, doesn't matter where you're coming from. You may not be in America, but you might be in a different country. And that is so exciting to me, actually. When I hear from people all over the world, and they say they listen to my episodes and they are helpful. And I tell you... It just blows my mind uh, that I'm able to enter your life for a time being, for a little while, and you're allowing me to speak to your heart and to your mind, and that is really awesome and a very humbling experience for me, so thank you, and I'm hoping that you have a good day today. I hope today is a a good one. Uh, Maybe it's at night and you're reflecting on the past day and you know, not everyone's going to have a good day. Uh, not everybody's going to have a good week. Not everybody's going to have a good year. That's just the way it is. We all go through seasons, don't we? And as I reflect on my own life, I just uh, celebrated Thanksgiving with my family last week and getting ready to celebrate Christmas uh, in December. Uh, coming up here, and as I reflect on that, I'm speaking of seasons, my own journey, my own personal season, uh, this has been one of the best holiday seasons in the last five years, and uh, that's because my wife is no longer in severe depression and anxiety. Uh, if you're new to me, you may not know this. If you have been listening to me, you may know a little bit about my story. Um, I'm married uh, to my beautiful wife, Julie. She of 21 years now we married in 1994. Little kids. We were young kids back then, right out of college. Uh, we have two great kids. They're grown teenagers now. But, you know, thinking of seasons, we didn't go through the best seasons the last five years. And uh, my wife, for I'm not going to go into detail, but she um, really suffered a, a traumatic event in her life. And it went she it took her to a very deep and dark place for four and a half years, and the very first Christmas that she experienced this, she spent her almost her entire Christmas break in bed because she was so depressed. And I say this because we all go through seasons, and I'm going to be talking about fear, and and this is episode forty seven. I can't believe I've, I've been doing this for this long, but I love it. But episode 47, and I'm talking about fear, and, and if fear can is just an emotion, then how can it be so powerful? How can fear be so controlling? But it can be, and and that's what I wanted to talk about. That's why I'm, I'm sharing this season in my life. Uh, we're on the other end. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we're on the other end. We can look back now and, and see, yeah, we went through a very horrible, hard time because my wife went through depression and anxiety, deep depression and anxiety, and now we're able to look back at that and rejoice, and I just, I remember having a conversation with my wife uh, this Thanksgiving, and we were talking, and we looked at each other, and, and she said, this has been the best Thanksgiving that I've had in the last five years. And maybe that's where you're at. Maybe you're in the midst of the darkest, deepest pit of despair that you've ever been in your life. I know I've been there with my wife. I just mentioned that. You might be going through something just extremely difficult. And you might be thinking, is there ever going to be an end? Am I ever going to see the light of hope? I get it. I get it. And and that fear of not getting better, that fear of life not getting better can be so overwhelming at times. And yes, fear is an emotion. It is. Fear can't, in and of itself cannot harm you. But it's so controlling, isn't it? It can keep you from doing things. I know when my wife was going through that deep depression and, and anxiety for about four and a half years. I was afraid. I, I feared, I feared that is she going to get better? Is there going to be a day that we can laugh again? I remember thinking that I remember being afraid. And it was a time where where she had to take time off of work. And then I was afraid of how are we going to pay our bills? So I know that fear can be very powerful, but I also know as a therapist, it's an emotion and it can't hurt you. But what do you do? What do you do with this fear that's so controlling and it can keep you from doing things, stop you in your tracks, take away and zap the hope and make you feel hopeless? What do you do with that? And I think it's important to know where this fear is coming from. And it's not just something you're making up in your head. It's a very real biological chemical balance that's going on in your in your mind and your brain. And God developed that. It's a good thing. God developed us to have a fear, a healthy fear. We need fear in our life to keep us healthy and keep us out of harm. So, God created, He gave us a fear. But sometimes that fear can get distorted, out of proportion, magnified. And you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm all alone. And so, that fear is a part of you, It, it is a part of every human being. And it's in our brain. And it's in, there's different structures or different categories of our brain. And I'm not going to get too technical here, but, but just think of your brain as several structures or, or maybe categories might be a good explanation here. There are different segments of your brain. And, and the one segment that controls so much of our emotions, if not all of them, is a the limbic system. And within the limbic system, it's called a system because there are a lot of other uh, systems inside that limbic system. And one of the systems is called the amygdala. And the amygdala is so small, it looks like two little uh, kidney beans, (laughs) maybe smaller than that even, in your brain. And those are there for a reason. Those help you to um, regulate your emotions. So your fear... And your excitement and arousal are really a part of your limbic system. It's got, you talk about your hippocampus and hippothymus and all this other stuff as well. I say this not to give you a lesson on brain ana- anatomy, but to let you know that you're not crazy, that it's something physical, physical happening inside your brain and it's actually doing its job. It's just getting a little bit too much. And it is a normal response to be afraid. If your life is in jeopardy, that is a normal response. If you are in financial dire straits, that is a normal, natural response to be afraid of your future. If someone's after you and they want to harm you, it's a normal, natural thing to be afraid of that. It's normal as a parent to be afraid for your kids. Are they going to be okay? So we need that. It's a normal part of life, but sometimes we can be so fixated on that fear that it keeps us from really enjoying life. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. You might be going through something right now. I don't know what it is, but my guess is if you're listening to this solely on based on the title of this episode, then more than likely you are experiencing fear and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you're just listening to this and you you always, you've been listening to all my episodes and this just happens to be in your, in your podcast feed, you know what I'm talking about as well. You may not have experienced tremendous fear yet, but my friend, you probably will. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but you will experience fear. So how do you handle that? How do you cope with, how do you work through that fear? You, because there's so often you can't change the situation. When my wife was struggling with deep depression and, and really high and intense anxiety, I couldn't fix it. I couldn't go in there and say, well, just do steps one, two, and three and you'll be better. I couldn't do that. So what did I do? Well, I had to accept it. I had to come to a place where I had to accept the fact that my wife was in bed or on the couch, deeply depressed. I didn't like it. Accepting it doesn't mean that you like it. But you, you come to a place in your, in, your, in your life where you say, well, I, don't, I can't change my situation, so the only thing I can do is change me. And I get to work on myself and how I respond to this fear how I respond to this situation. And for me, what really helped me get through my struggle with my wife and and lots of other struggles that I have and and other fears is my faith. Now, I know that people who listen, not everybody who listens to my episode or my show are Christians or they they may not believe in God. And that's okay. I'm not here to preach at you. I'm not here to convert you at all. But that's uh, that's, that's who I am. And so I'm not going to be ashamed of that. I'm not going to apologize for my faith, but I'm not going to throw it in your face either. But that's what helped me. And if you're if you're a, a, a believer, if you're a Christian, and you're going through just a tremendous amount of fear, I want to encourage you that God can help you and get you through that situation. He may not take it away. He may not help you the way you want him to help you. But he promises us that he will be with us through the deepest, darkest times of our lives. You know the Psalm 32, right? Or 23. <laughs> yeah. Psalm 23. Everybody knows that, right? It's, it's the even though I walk through the shalley, or valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because God is with us, he is our shepherd. And that's what helped me. And, and if you're a Christian and you're going through some fear, I want to encourage you to not give up on your faith. Don't give up on God. He's certainly not going to give up on you. But you had to come to a point where you accept it. And maybe your prayers aren't always if you were like me, when I when I when my wife first started her depression, and my prayers went something like this. Dear God, please help julie feel better please take this depression and anxiety away and i kept praying that. and then i realized you know what what if what if this is designed by god and what if for some reason that god wants my wife and i to go through this not that he's a sadistic god but i think god allows certain things for us as believers to go through that are difficult for our good and and so when I came to that realization, my prayers kind of changed. They, they, there was a shift that happened in my mind and my heart. And, and instead of saying, Dear God, please take this away, I started praying, God, help me to accept. And, and, and if you are familiar with the serenity prayer, that's exactly what that is. Help me to accept the things I cannot change. And as a huge shift in your thinking, whether you're a Christian or not, whether if you pray or not, it's, it's changing the way you look at your situation and look at that fear and that, that in our going back to our brain and the limbic system and the amygdala. And and part of that is the the fight or flight uh, where that comes from. And, And there's really only a few responses that we have or options that we have. With fear. We could, when we're afraid, we can um, freeze and panic and not do anything. Go in shock. that happens. Another option that we can do when we're afraid, we can run away. We can flee. We can get out of Dodge. (laughs) We can run. Sometimes we can't, though. And that's the other option. The third option is to face it to do something about it. Now, you may not change, be able to change it, but you can work on you and how you respond to that situation. So whatever it is that you're afraid of, maybe it's, maybe it's something very specific, like you're afraid of spiders, you're afraid of um, snakes, you're afraid of heights, you're afraid of getting on an airplane, you're afraid of public speaking and getting in front of people and talking. Right? Those are all fears. In fact, they can develop into phobias, and avoid people altogether. I've certainly have talked to clients that come to see me for that. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells
0: Like Humans. Each week, We talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like human please follow the link
1: in the show notes so my encouragement to you is that you're you're gonna face fears guys uh, i'm sorry it's just the way it is but how will you accept that fear and i think that's really what it comes down to and you might be able to avoid certain things if you don't like snakes and you can avoid going into the woods But sometimes you can't avoid it and you can freeze, you can retreat, withdraw, or you can hit it face on. And and my encouragement would be to hit it face on, to acknowledge that you're afraid, and then to accept the fact that you can't change it and to work on your response to that fear. And I think that'll help. And it helped me when I when I came to that realization that I cannot change the fact that my wife was struggling. And I came to a point where I accepted it, didn't like it, in fact I hated it, but I accepted it. It kind of changed my outlook on life. And I still have fears, don't get me wrong. I still am afraid of a lot of different things when it comes to protecting my family, for instance in providing for them. But I think think it's a lifelong process. I know it is for me. But I think if we can accept the things we cannot change and work on changing the things that we can change, that's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? That's not rocket science. But I think we need to be reminded of that. So if you're in a situation where maybe you can change your situation, now that could be a number of things. Maybe you're afraid of, oh, I don't know, um, paying for your bills, okay? And, And that's a common fear. Well, you might be able to find a better job. You might be able to go into business for yourself. You might be able to change that. You might be able to sell things in your home and, and, and uh, earn the money to pay your bills. So there's, there's some things that you can change, but there are other things that you cannot. So, and that's for you to decide what, what exactly right now, what is it that you're afraid of and ask yourself this, what can I change and what can I not change? And you can just write on a piece of paper and make a list. On, on one list, it, 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 it'll it title it things that I can change and the other list things I cannot change. And just make that list. And I think you'll, you'll realize that there might be a lot of little things that you can work on. And there's something about writing it down and getting out of your, your mind and writing it down can be very helpful and beneficial. So I would encourage you to do that, whatever it is that you're afraid of. then you can use this for, I'm just pulling this out <laughs> on the top of my head here. Let's say you're afraid of public speaking. And a lot of people are. And this is a probably the number one fear of most people is public speaking. What can you change about that and what can you not change? What can you work on What can you not work on? So you write it down and you work on it. If you have a presentation coming up, write it down, write down the things that you're afraid of, write down the things that you can change and then work on your presentation from there. And just remind yourself that that fear is not going to harm you. And more than likely, if it's, if you have a fear of public speaking, you probably have a fear of rejection. And that's a very real fear, but nine times out of 10, 9.9 times out of 10, <laughs> I would say people are not going to reject you. You know why? When, when, especially when it's, when it's uh, public speaking, they're going to relate to you because they can, they have the same fears as you. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the deal. We think that we're the only ones that have this fear. And so therefore we're weird, but that's not the case. Everybody has fears. And that's why people are so forgiving. Most people are forgiving. They're not going to make fun of you. They're not going to laugh at you. They're not going to call you stupid. And that's just a little secret. (laughs) So whatever it is that you're fearing... And if that fear, yes, it is an emotion, but it can be controlling, but you have to work on controlling your fear. And so I want to help you with that. I want you to help you. You have more control over it than you realize. Start taking action. Or if you can't take the action, start to accept it. Okay? I hope that helps. And whatever it is you're afraid of, and and I know a lot of you have deep fears and a lot of good reasons to be afraid of. I hope you can rest tonight. I hope you can go to sleep and work through this fear that you have. Because one day it will get better. You will be on the other side. And you'll be able to look back and say, Wow, I was afraid, but I got through it. And I'll be able to get through anything else that comes my way. And that's the cool thing about the human spirit. We have a will to survive. We have a will to live. And I know you do. And so I want to encourage you today or tonight and let you know you're normal, completely normal to be afraid. But it does not have to take control of your life you were more powerful you were more smart you were more resilient than i think you give yourself credit for remember that all right well i'm gonna let you go thank you again guys for listening and and you're listening this far and i just i value you so much and i want you to know i want you to know that i'm working on something you may know this already uh, I love talking about it because I'm so excited about it. It's called Keep Calm Academy. And Keep Calm Academy is for people maybe like you who struggle with some kind of imbalanced emotion. It could be anxiety. It could be stress. It could be fear. It could be anger. Whatever imbalanced emotion that you are going through, this is for you. And Keep Calm Academy, my desire, my passion, my my dream is to create uh, an academy for people like you to be able to to work through and learn. So I want to teach you and coach you through video and audio lessons that you'll be able to watch right from home, right from your phone. And it will be an academy. You'll be a part of a member. It's a membership. And you'll have all the resources that I have that I use in my office at your fingertips. And it's not ready yet. I'm still working on it. But here's what I'm really excited. I want you to to be a part of that. I want you to be a part of this process. And so I am looking for a few people to be a part of my focus group for Keep Calm Academy. And I'm getting some great responses. And people are really coming on board. And I am really excited about it. And I want you to be a part of it. There's no strings attached. I'm not going to spam you. I just really value your input and if you're interested in helping me, even if you're not interested in Keep Calm Academy, you may not want to be a member and that's okay, but you might be interested in helping me design something that other people will want to be a part of. And so I need you. I need your input. So if you struggle with some type of imbalanced emotion, I need you to be a part of this focus group uh, because I need to hear input from from different people like you and I am and it's great But the doors are not going to keep – I'm going to close the doors to uh, my focus group soon uh, because I don't want – I I just want a select group. And uh, I hope you'll take advantage of that. If you're interested, I would love for you to write this down. You might be in the car, (laughs) but try to remember this. It's pretty easy. KeepCalmAcademy.com slash focus. KeepCalmAcademy.com slash focus. Focus, and I would love for you to be a part of that. And like I said, a lot of people are already on board, and they're already on the inside, and they're already giving me feedback. Uh, but I will be closing the doors soon. But I really hope you'll be a part of that. Uh, you'll have to, what, what you do. You'll go there. You, you can watch a little video of me explaining the group, and you'll just give me your email, and then boom, you're in. And again, I'm not going to spam you. I'm not going to flood your inbox at all. It's just a way for me to connect with you uh, and and uh, for you to, to connect with me. So it's a very intimate, it's just you and me uh, and the others in the group. And you're not going to be, don't worry, it's it's not a group where you're going to actually talk to everybody. If, if you don't want to talk to them, then that's fine. <laughs> it's just you and me. <laughs> I don't want you to think that you're joining this huge group. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, at least not. You are, a, are I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> You'll be on the list. But it's not like you're going to be in a room with a bunch of people. Does that make sense? Okay, great. All right, I'm going to let you go. And again, it's keepcalmacademycom uh, slash focus. Sign up today. I really want you to be a part of it. And I hope you have a great day. And don't forget, I am your chief encouragement officer, your CEO. And also remember, keep calm and follow John. Love to have you follow me on Twitter at John P. Cordray. Or follow me on Periscope. Um, I love Periscope. You can watch me live right from your phone. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. That'd be cool for me for you to come. And that's at Periscope.tv slash John P. Cordray. All right, guys. You are wonderful. I hope you're having a great day. And if you're afraid of something, I want you to be encouraged. You're not alone. I am with you and I want to hear from you whether it's email or Twitter, I want to hear from you, okay? And if you want me to pray for you, I will certainly do that as well. Thank you, my friends, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.
0: You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then